Hi, welcome to episode 478 of the Fantastic Forecast. I'm Dave Elliott. Or, is this a clone of Dave Elliott? Today is Fantastic Four, volume 3, number 49, a.k.a. Fantastic Four, 478, from January 2002. Dark Victory, by Carlos Pacheco, with Rafael Marin and Jeff Loeb. Hey, Happy New Year. Welcome to the year of 2002. And Carlos Pacheco is back on art in this issue. This run must surely be setting some kind of all-time record for the percentage of issues being drawn by a guest artist. So the issue begins with Abraxas, the pale green bad guy in the toga, saying, And so it ends, as he cradles the ultimate nullifier, a weapon so powerful that it can destroy the entire universe. And his first order of business is to destroy the Fantastic Four, who are standing there on the roof of the Baxter building, looking like they're going to piss their pants. Abraxas orders his small army of alternate universe Novas to take care of the job. Johnny Storm, the ex-boyfriend of Nova, Frankie Ray, in the regular universe, tries to plead with her and her and her and her, trying to tell her that Abraxas is a madman. Well, only not as well-dressed as Don Draper. Nova's like, Behold, Johnny Storm, your beloved. And she raises up through the floor the dead body of Namorita, who was kind of like Johnny's girlfriend. If it... maybe. It didn't seem like that big of a deal here in the pages of the Fantastic Four. I don't think she's dead anyway, is she? Johnny yells out, Namorita, dead! With a question mark. That's not usually something you yell out when someone you care about dies. Grandma! Dead! Nova's pissed off because in her universe, she agreed to become the Herald of Galactus, and he ate her world anyway. You know, she shouldn't be mad at the Fantastic Four. She should be mad at Galactus for eating her world. It doesn't make any sense. So the FF start fighting with the Novas, they're kind of like a Nova Corps, but I probably shouldn't call them that. Reed says that the only way to stop Abraxas is to get the ultimate nullifier away from him. You think? And then during the fight, more superheroes show up, including a character who looks like Captain Marvel from another reality, and Thor? Nova grabs Johnny and says, Did you think you can reach out to me, Johnny? Touch my heart in some way? Kiss off! And she kisses him. And there's like some major tongue action going on there. You know, here in 2016, I'm going to start posting my favorite panels again on my blog at podcastff.blogspot.com. Check out the kiss. It's a very graphic kiss. Johnny's stunned by the kiss and falls to the roof of the building. Ben decides to attack Abraxas directly. And it's clobbering time. Oh, well, before Ben can finish, Abraxas freezes Ben in midair then pats him on the chin and punches him away off into a nearby building. Reed, meanwhile, is getting attacked by a group of Novas who are treating Reed the way a five-year-old boy treats a Stretch Armstrong figure. You know, stretching the shit out of his arms and legs. Abraxas says, Observe, Dr. Richards. 
This is just a, a rare moment when someone calls him doctor. And learn, as you die on this earth, and as do your other selves across the realities. And it looks like Reed is dying, along with the Reeds we saw in the alternate universes in the last couple of issues. Down on the street, Ben is back on his feet and joining some of the other heroes in fighting the army of Novas. Valeria runs over to check on her dead dad, and yeah, at this point, he seems dead. And then, Dosex Machina, I mean, uh, Franklin Richards, hugs his mother and says he's going to make it so everything is all right. He tells Valeria to grab his hand. Uh-oh. I think he's going to save the universe. With the power of love. We can only hope. So Franklin and Valeria are suddenly able to read Sue's mind, and there's some scenes where Sue had her miscarriage back in issue 267, and then Franklin shows his mom what happened to that miscarried baby. Franklin went back in time, unconsciously, I gather, and saved the baby, and sent her someplace else. Ugh, this is like the worst retcon, well, one of the worst retcons in comic book history, right up there with, uh, slutty Gwen Stacy. By the way, I've been reading some old Spider-Man comics lately, and I was wondering, in addition to having sex with Norman Osborn, was Gwen also getting boned by Professor Warren? If he was boning her, that would explain why he was so obsessed with her, obsessed enough to create a clone, because he wanted to bone her clone. Well, anyway, Sue's dead baby grew up to become the miscarriage they know as Valeria. Up in the sky, some weird star appears. Abraxas notices that the ultimate nullifier is humming for some reason. Valeria tells Franklin to make a wish upon the star and bring back someone. The star in the sky takes shape, and we, and we can see the form of the cosmic being known as Eternity looming over the Earth. Valeria says that she was saved for a reason. Now they need to show everyone why. I think that reason is pretty clear. To infuriate me. Shit is going crazy in the city. Giant rocks are flying everywhere. Manhattan seems to be protected by a giant force field. So screw the other boroughs in New Jersey. Oh, and I see the Twin Towers of the World Trade Center down there still. And then, uh... Who does Valeria and Franklin summon back from the dead? Why, it's Galactus. The real Galactus of their universe. Abraxas confronts Galactus... <laughs> Abraxas confronts Galactus and reminds him that he has the ultimate nullifier, so don't mess with him. Galactus is like, You, you hold, hold nothing. nothing. You, you are, are nothing. nothing. And raises his hand and hits Abraxas with a bunch of energy, and the nullifier disappears from his hand and reappears in Galactus's hand. Now, hold on. This happened back in issue 51, with Galactus and Johnny, why didn't Galactus use the same power on Johnny Storm to take away the ultimate nullifier? Maybe he thought Johnny was cute and didn't want to be mean to him. Well, anyway, what happens next is kind of confusing. Nova, one of the Novas, flies through Galactus's head in one ear and out the other, and then Galactus shoots all this energy, and there's all these skeletons. I assume he fried all the Novas. It's not clear. And then somehow Reed who isn't dead, has the ultimate nullifier, and Galactus tells him that the only there's only one way for this to end. And then Reed is going to use the ultimate nullifier, which I thought would destroy the entire universe, and then he fires it, 
and Eternity screams out in pain and breaks apart. And then the whole universe disappears and there's this white void. And then the universe appears again and the FF are on the roof of the Baxter building. Galactus is gone. Namorita is back alive. And the best part, or so it seems, is that Valeria is gone. Why can't she stay gone? Ben is wondering if this, if this is all one big nightmare. The Watcher appears. It seems a little late to warn everyone about Abraxas, doesn't it? And he says, it wasn't a nightmare. And he apologizes for not helping out, but, you know, he can only watch. He spouts out some nonsense that in order to give the world a rebirth, they had to end it. Which is kind of like the slogan of Marvel in the 21st century. They look over and see the Silver Surfer is alive again. And then the Watcher says that Franklin's cosmic powers are gone. Forever! The Watcher is obviously not as all-knowing as he claims to be. And then the Watcher says, there's one final gift. And Sue comes up onto the roof, and holy crap, she's pregnant. What the hell? It's been a long time since I read these issues. I don't remember that. Is that how Valeria comes back? If she was born only in 2002, how did she get so old so fast? I mean, she's like, what, 10 years old? In 20 of 15, 16? I guess we'll find out how that happens. So that's the end of the issue and of the Abraxas storyline. I was kind of enjoying it up to the crazy ending that makes no sense. Reality has been altered. I'm not a fan of changes being made by reality being altered. For example, Peter Parker losing his marriage by having reality get altered. I prefer a more organic, realistic way of getting rid of a marriage, like a divorce. Or if you want Sue to have another baby, just have her get pregnant the old-fashioned way. Reed should take her to the negative zone and bone her, instead of altering reality to get her pregnant. I'll probably sound like a broken record for the next 150 episodes or so, complaining constantly about how much I hate Valeria. Maybe if her origin wasn't so convoluted, and maybe if they didn't try to tie her into Sue's miscarriage from the 1980s, I wouldn't be so annoyed by her. But then again, she is going to become a smart-ass female version of Wesley Crusher, so I'll probably still be annoyed by her anyway. So that's all I have for now. If you have any questions about the Fantastic Four, about this podcast, or if you need relationship advice, you can email me at podcastff at gmail.com. You can download other episodes of iTunes and find them all at www.podcastff.podbean.com. So long, kids. This podcast is over. Well, I cannot believe you got a devil up your sleeve And he's talking to me And I cannot believe And I won't